Do you have a great idea for a podcast but don't know where to start? You need to know about Anchor.fm. Anchor has created tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Add songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, or something the world's never heard before. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so we can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more podcast platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Best of all, it's completely free. So take the first step. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. For the listeners of The Mariah Report, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Discover what millions already have with a free audiobook. You can listen anytime, anywhere. They have over 180,000 titles to choose from. What you're going to get with Audible is 30 days of membership for free plus a free audiobook to get you started. And even after you cancel you get to keep the book. If you don't like the book during your free trial, you can exchange it for any other book you want. So go and get your free book, sign up for your free trial at audibletrial.com slash the Mariah Report. Hi. Welcome back. Back in time, part rainbow, part three. Trace. Yes. Yes. Thank you for the, <laughs> for the international fans. For the internationals, <laughs> you know. Um, I'm Martin Burgess. And I'm Dan Enriquez. And we are discussing the, the, our, one of our favorite eras. We've, yeah. We've come to realize. Now you say it out loud, when you start talking about it, you go, oh, hey, oh my God, I really do love it. I uh, miss it. I wish I could go back. Oh God, that were the days. I know. In so many ways, those were the days. So much stress, but you look like in just in life in general. Yeah. Like teenage life. Right. But yeah, you look back and think, oh God. Oh Lord. Oh, poor babies. Yeah. <laughs> Bless their hearts. I know. No, it was just is just so fun. This was a great time to be a Mariah fan. It was a great time you to know, be a you know, young teen. Is a great time. I just had an epiphany. Yeah, what? I think that's why it was so enjoyable because you like kind of in this um, state of angst as a teenager. Okay. And so here we have Mariah just telling us it's going to be all right. It's normal to like have a heartbreaker and feel these things and yeah, you're going to be yeah, okay. Yeah, I see that. I see that. That's why I kind of that's probably why it connected so much. I always thought also it was like just really gay because of the rainbow. Yeah, there's that too. Yeah. Whatever. So I was always like, see, Mariah loves gays. I can be gay. <laughs> I was always gay though. So I was just like, okay, yeah, see, this bitch is, she, she's down. She got it. She knows what's up. I think I was pretending to be straight. Oh, I could never. I couldn't even. I'm not a good actor. So I could never yeah, do that. I was. It was, like a, it was a transitional moment. Hey, it happens to everyone. (laughs) Transition to here, to there, to anywhere. (laughs) We're transitioning into the second half of the album. Yeah. And the second half of the whole era as a whole. Yes. And so So, don't forget, we're talking about how Mariah's said that there's a story in the sequencing of the album, top to bottom. You have to listen to the whole thing. Right. So we have our theories of who's 
what, who's, who, what, when, where, and how it's going yeah. on. Yes, episode number one was just sort of like the release of the album with the album signings, blah, 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 yeah. and Heartbreaker. Part two, we went over the first half of the album from Can't Take That Away to Heartbreaker Remix. Mm-hmm. And now we're wrapping it on up with the second half, second half, which I really think it does change. The The pace and vibe changes a little bit, but yeah. like in a good way. But we also, the lyrics change. We get much more personal in the lyrics here. And they're very heartfelt um, on a different type of level. Well, like in an abstract, abstract kind of way, Heartbreaker to Heartbreaker Remix, that that chunk of the album um we're kind of in a state we mariah we, yeah mariah and us <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're like in a state uh like the back and forth like we don't know what's happening in the relationship we're together we're in love we're not we're back we're broken up okay we don't right, know what's right, up. right heartbreaker remix and vulnerability interlude mm-hmm. i feel like the vulnerability interlude has declared the end of that relationship now we're now we're heartbroken. We're heartbroken. In okay. This, in the second half of the album. Yeah, I mean, I get that. But if we weren't in the first half, we're, we're in turmoil. Yeah. See, but I think the turmoil is between two different people, whereas you think it's between just one, one. person. Yes. So, like, you know, we can interpret them in different uh-huh. ways. But you're right. I do think that that stamp of turmoil is ended yeah and now we're now it's over yeah and now we're now the heartbreak sets in right right so after the remix starts the interlude or whatever you would call it the vulnerability interlude the vulnerability interlude i think that's just what it's it's called called. yeah yeah but she essentially just it takes like the heartbreaker lyrics Mm -hmm. and just adds so vulnerable and stretches it out and stretches it out a little bit and layers it and just a really cute Really sort of does it It's really it really nice And it's one It's a really good segue Into the second half of the album Yeah um, And I really like it And it works perfectly Because it On the other end of it Is Against All Odds The song Against All Odds Was something that I used to listen to When I was growing up And was one of my favorite songs And I have specific memories Of like being at certain places and you know and hearing that song and singing that song and i just thought it was a very quite a miserable romantic song and um i saw phil collins when i was at i was at some i was at a show and he was there and he was in the other studio and he came in and he listened to me sing it and it was just a really completely random moment because who would have known we would have been together at the same place and it was cool because he was really responsive and really um complimentary and you know when you grow up listening to someone and and you do their song and they like it it's a good thing that he could have been like please don't do that i really really kind of um sucks yeah i kind of just had a realization okay what's that the vulnerability interlude it sounds like the storm is coming okay now it's gonna start raining you think yeah Maybe it sounds like the storm has just passed. No, no, it's coming because it's going to pass when the um, petals interlude, whatever that's called. What's that called? Petals. No, the oh, the rainbow interlude. The rainbow interlude. That's Comes when it clears petals. up. And then she can see the sun again and thank God I found you. Okay. So now the, now the clouds are coming in. The heart broke. The heart is broken and the clouds are coming in. 
okay, okay, I'm seeing, I'm picking See up happening? what you're putting down. Okay. I'm buying that. <laughs> I'm buying that. Yeah. Actually, I re- I don't think I ever like put those two things together there. Here we are 17 years later. I'm still, 17 years later still and figuring look at things what you out. Yeah. Learn. Yeah. I really never looked at it that way, I just but I that see out. what you're saying. Isn't that crazy? That's why uh, I love like talking about Mariah. Yeah. You I swear to you, things will pop up that make so much sense. Okay. Okay, cuz but now I want to like really get into what's the, what songs are in between the 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 clouds okay so vulnerability yep. mm-hmm. and but it ends with the rainbow and everything in between that we're going to talk about now is <laughs> yeah. in that storm we're in a cloudy we're in a dark phase and it's kind of a dark part of the album too yeah and that's where the lyrics get deeper yeah, and yeah, more personal yeah, yeah, yeah. oh my god now i'm so excited <laughs> to talk about this because now i feel like i'm gonna learn so much about this album that i never knew that's so brilliant that is so brilliant. I Lambs, if you've ever, like, never, if that never crossed your mind or if it has, let us know because I feel like that is the first time I ever could have thought of that. Huh. Isn't that something? Well, I just thought of it right now. Look at that. Well, Lambs, let us know what you feel about all of that. But I like what, exactly what you're saying here. Okay, so the storm comes in. Mariah's heartbroken. We've declared vulnerable. We'd, now we do a cover, which we love. We love which we cover. love. And against, I, Against All Odds. odds. Big power ballad. Huge, power, huge, huge. You know, uh, I, I grew up listening to Phil Collins, so I knew this yeah, song. Me too. Um, and I was so surprised that she had done it. Again, these are the, back in the day. I didn't know she had a cover on this album until I literally bought the album and popped it in my mm. cassette. And it was like, I think it's the, literally the first thing on the second side of the tape. It might be. Mm-hmm. I can't quite remember. But I was so happy when she did this song because I was like, I know this song. I can relate to this song because I'm so familiar with it. Mm. But let's talk about what this song means. This is the heartbreaker, like walking away. Right, like gone. Right, Goodbye. you're. We're done. You coming back to me is against all odds. Yeah. It's not going to happen. And that's just the chance. What is it like? That's the, that's chance the chance I got to take. take. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like you just got it. That's it. It's one of those. It is one of those walk away moments because, where you just like, yeah. I, I, that's it. Because our back and forth, on again, off again, isn't working. Yeah. This really because is a, a whole, like, yeah. this really does tell the whole cycle of a breakup. Yes. You know, like, when I was this young, I really didn't know much about it. But I, I could relate because I was mim- mirroring Mariah's yeah. heartbreak cycle. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, you know, now I've, I've been through my own heartbreak cycles. At the but time, I yes. see yes, yes, yes. exactly how it works. Well, at the time, I had never had a real big heartbreak. Right. So just enjoying this song, but then, right. but then when it starts to happen in real life, you're like, now oh, you're like, oh, oh now I get it. Yeah. Now I'm starting to see it. Uh-huh. It all comes back to me now. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So against all odds, it is really the perfect cover song because it fits exactly what she's saying here in, yeah. and the uh, the pivotal point, point of this. So it's again, it's a genius song for this story. Yeah. It works so well. Um, and I know Mariah got praise from Phil Collins because she was a little nervous. She was like, oh, because he's like, oh, I think uh, I think he said to her, they were at like a New York 
concert or something, radio concert or something. Mm. And he said, um, oh, I really liked your version. She's like, oh, you did? I was, I didn't know, like, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. she was like, she was like, thank you so much. I appreciate it. So like, yeah, even Phil Collins gave it a seal of approval. Uh-huh. I mean, come on. Of course he would. Of course he would. I love her voice on this because it, it, it same thing with her voice on Can't Take That Away. Big and powerful. Big and powerful at when it needs to be. Mm-hmm. But I like that it's sort of like in her regular like speaking tone. Mm-hmm. Like it's not um, it's not too high. It's not too low. Mm-hmm. It's like literally like right even across the board. Mm-hmm. And it has that sort of. You know, um, not raspiness to it, but almost like um, just like a, a rich robustness to it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Okay. It's a That's good, why I love this song. It's a classic standard. Like, it's a standard classic. It's a standard classic, but not everybody but could do it. Not yeah. everybody could do no, no, a song no. like that. Yeah. And... Again, you know, like Mariah, that's a male person singing it, but Mariah's female version take on it. Mm-hmm. She does it so well. You know, I was actually talking to a friend of mine who does sing, and I don't know any of this. So, like, uh, singers and songwriters out there who might be listening who know things about music, mm. he was like, I was talking to him a couple weeks ago, and he was like, I love the Mariah's version of Can't Take It Away because... Of um, Against All Odds. Against All Odds. (laughs) Can't take that away. (laughs) Against All Odds because she sings it in his key. Ah. But I don't know what that means, and I don't even know if that's true. Uh But that's what he said. Because he was like, it's really hard for a female to bring uh, or to sing it and keep it in his key. Uh And then like she brings it up and goes, you know... right. You know, all over the top and whatever. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. girl, she's amazing, right? <laughs> Having no clue what he's talking about. I have no clue uh-huh. what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still, as many years as I've been listening to Mariah, I still have no musical, like, like glossary of knowledge. We should get somebody on to talk about all the tec- the technicalities. Of we I, we really should because it's because it, what she does is no one can really do it. Yeah, it's so unique to her. Mm-hmm. It's and that's what makes her Mariah effing Carrie. But anyways, um, can we talk about the? Uh, Westlife version? I mean, I guess we have to only because we have to. So Westlife, the boy band, having a little boy band. Boy bands are bands. Boy bands were like coming in at this time. Already, like 90s to late 90s. Well, yeah, like 98, 99. Yeah. But here's again, I didn't know who Westlife was here in America. I'll say that that'll be in Australia. I had no we clue because that English band. We have that Australia is a real crossover between American culture and English culture. You get and like the, the get everything. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, then you would know, but I didn't. I had I had no clue. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. So I was like, oh, she's doing this with these people. I have no idea who they are, but that's great. That's fine. Whatever. The video is what I, it is. What it is. The budget was about fifty bucks. Yeah, they had camcorder. a few dollars to spare. They had one of those handheld camcorders. Yeah. They, I think they were like in on the island of Capri or maybe somewhere oh, that in where it was? the Mediterranean. Yeah, she, I think they shot in various locations because there are a couple of studio shots of them. <laughs> yeah, and then it's a laugh a minute. It's really, it's <laughs> really one of those things that you're just like, what was, what was she thinking? Yeah. I think. Oh, who was thinking? Who was thinking this? Who put this together? Yeah. I met Westlife at a party. I think it was actually Mr. Clive Davis's after party. Um, from one of the award shows like a couple months ago. 
and a friend of mine, Keith Natalie, who works at Arista, um, who also used to be a radio programmer, who was the first person to play my music ever, introduced me to the guys, and we just started talking, and they were really cool, and my mom's Irish, Irish-American, and we started talking about that, and, you know, then um, I think it might have been Keith's suggestion that we should collaborate and do something global, you know, and um, I had done the cover of Against All Odds, um, mainly um, thinking about the European market and stuff, and I thought it would just be a cool thing to do to kind of turn it into a duet and combine what they do with what I do. Anyways, I just think that's that to me is probably one of the most forgettable things from the rainbow era. I'm sorry to say. <laughs> well, it came like right at the end as well, right? Yeah, because in the America, Westlife version, the Westlife version in America, this I don't think this was a, a, an actual single, yeah. but I think overseas it was an actual single it and came, it was one of the last singles. Yeah, it came out in Australia. Yeah, because I know I had like imported singles, uh-huh. but never here in America. Yeah. So to me, it was just literally, you want to talk about a flash in the pan. Yeah. It was like in and out. And not only that, I think putting that Westlife people on it, now I'm going to get real hateful because <laughs> I don't even know them. They really did a disservice to that song because Mariah's version is nearly flawless. Uh-huh. And is really top notch. Yeah. There was no need to put that together. Yeah. That was just a, a real waste of time and money. I agree. So let's move on from that. <laughs> <laughs> we can move right along for that one. Um, go yeah. look at the video on YouTube. It's pretty funny. The video's there. They Well, they do have, um, don't they have a video of the Mariah only version of just concert clips from the Rainbow Tour? Yeah. It's, it's back in the day. It was very rare to see that version, so yeah. I almost forget about it. But I do believe it's on her Vivo page now. Mariah's Vivo has some good stuff. Yeah, they finally started like giving us like the real deal. Yeah. Um. So this does have an official music video to it, but it's just uh, live concert clips of her singing it, which is perfectly fine. It's almost like what they did with uh, "Whenever You Call for Butterfly," yeah, yeah which yeah. I love. Uh-huh. By the way, I love that video uh-huh. and I love that song. Um, but sidebar. Okay. Okay, back to the album. Back to the album. So Heartbreak is gone. He's walked away. Yep. We're done. Then we have, we've come to the realization it's not going to be getting any better. No. It's like we're not even going to try to hold on to it. Mm-mm. It's over. It's against all odds. It's out of here. It's out of here. But, but somewhere along the way, we met someone new. Uh-huh. New somewhere friend. along the way, depending on who you are or what, <laughs> how your story unfolds. Yeah. <laughs> she got right back under, got, you know, got under another. That's right. Didn't Why wait, not? Didn't waste any time. Not no, a single why song. not? No, I mean, she's young. She's beautiful. Yeah. I'm not even mad. I'm no. not even mad at her. No, no absolutely not. Of course not. Okay, so now, but now we come into the Cry Baby, and Cry Baby is, is a, a highlight. Cry- yeah. A but, highlight. But it's like a people who know Cry Baby love Cry Baby. Oh, l- love. It is such a good freaking song love it this is 100 percent has to be in the lamb tour this 100 percent has to be in the lamb tour it has to be praised and loved by everyone mm-hmm. because it is really masterful but uh, the song from this album i kind of have to break it down to categories of up tempos or ballads yeah. but if i had to pick the song i listen to the most on this album is cry baby yeah which i did with my friend demiza and snoop dogg yeah. is on there yeah. and that's like my favorite song on this album yeah her voice 
Yeah. Snoop Dogg is featured in it. It's his feature is just right, just perfect. Yeah. Again, the lyrics are very visual storytelling. Yes. You know exactly what's going on. We've all been there. Uh-huh. It's perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, I don't know what else much to say about it. So it's, it's you, right. How, you how have to listen you, to like, it. You just have to even. There's no point talking ha- about it. You have to listen to you it. You have to listen to it. And then the video, which again, some of these videos for the Rainbow Era are very rare. Yeah. The Crybaby video barely came on MTV. Yeah. BET played it a little bit, but I was always yeah, yeah. like, I always tried to catch it. This was another where I just couldn't get my hands on it. Couldn't get your hands on it. Even here in America, it was very rare. Now this was technically a single. Yes. With- uh, it was a double A side to Can't Take That Away because mm-hmm. that's eventually what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the photo shoot for this where she's in the purple shirt. Sitting down. Sitting down. Cross-legged. Bare legs. Yeah. And then the diamond shoes on. Yes. Love it. One of my favorite the looks. Tails. Yes. One of my favorite looks. Mm-hmm. So right off the bat, visually, this is already killing me. Mm-hmm. Slaying me, as the children would say <laughs> nowadays. Yeah. Um, but... Her voice in it and the whole back half of this song when she's just like going and going and going. Yep. And it's like her voice is almost like, again, spiraling around. Mm-hmm. Like you just feel it. You just feel it. And then, of course, this is the first time I learned what Bailey's was. Bailey's cream. Bailey's cream. My little gay ass didn't know. Oh, really? No, my mama didn't didn't drink none of that. They didn't drink none of that in my household. It was a thing. We never drank liquor. It was all beer, girl. Oh. These were beer drinkers. Bailey's is a thing. Was a thing in Australia. Because we had like Bailey's ice cream. Oh. It it was like a branding thing. Mm-hmm. But you would have like Bailey's, you make a shot out of it, like a Bailey's and something. I forget what it was. Yeah. It's not bad. No, it's not bad. I drink very it heavy. sometimes on occasion. It's very heavy. You want it uh, in you the know, winter. Nowadays. Nowadays, yeah. I'm very familiar with it. But like back then, I had no clue. Yeah. I had no clue. I didn't know what she was talking about. Uh-huh. Um, Anyways. Let's, but okay, go. the storytelling in this right. kind of reminds me of the second verse of We Belong Together mm-hmm. when the radio is on and she's yep. like walking around the house. Sipping Bailey's cream by the stereo yep. trying to find relief It kind of reminds me of that, yeah. When suppressing the tears but they start to flow. This next song I hear is a song I wrote. That See, like that's, okay, that's another reason why I feel like Jeter is such a major part in this. Oh, uh, because she, because re- oh, okay. she yeah, yeah, yeah. Re- refers back to a song I wrote on the radio. On the radio. And I'm thinking that it's like My All is the song. Yeah. And because you know My All is the song that she wrote about Derek Jeter. Because it was the last song that came out. The right. last um, album that came out. Right. So that's why I feel like, that's why it, like, it's still, I feel like my, my storyline holds true. <laughs> but Jeter is the heartbreaker. Cheating around. Okay, but 
yeah, but in, <laughs> yes, he is, but we, but in the beginning, like the heartbreaker is there, but she has already gotten her the new, new guy. No, see, I think but it's now the one she's guy. finally saying, okay, well, it's either one guy or two guys. <laughs> <laughs> we were going to spend all the time arguing over it when it really it's probably nothing of the above. Because in this song, Cry Baby, she says, okay, it's 5 a.m., I still can't sleep. She took medicine. Um, late at night. Like, like a little, a little child, child wandering around alone in my new friend's home. She just right. met this guy. He's new. He's not five songs ago. Okay. Okay. I guess. So that he won't know. That she still cries. So like she's in the sto- she's in the heartbreak now. It's yeah, I know. She's in the middle of the storm here. She's yeah. really feeling it. Like she has her new man. But even though I thought she met her new man before, maybe she didn't. But the new man is here. But she's still heartbroken over the old heartbreaker. Yeah. Okay. I get it. And she's taking the bubble bath and she's throwing the Oreos around. Mm-hmm. And she's making, making a, a mess. complete mess with the Fruity Pebbles. I know. I can't handle it. <laughs> she's but she does look really good. But how about the, the beeper, the pager, the two-way oh, yes. pager? Uh-huh. Oh, Mariah thought she was full on technology back then, girl. Well, she look was. Look at it now. Well, she was, but like, look at it now. It's all in the trash. Can you believe it? Here's the thing. The storytelling in this song is just so much fun. It's a fun song. It is. It's so fun. Yeah. But I, I mean, aside from the storytelling, I think the vocals on this and the way that she just wails about mm-hmm. and like just belts out, I just think that, and it's not like, you know, <clears throat> it's not like a ballad belting, yeah. you know, it's hard to, um describe because i'm not musically inclined but um i think that's what really kills me because i still get chills listening to the ending vocal runs of this song it's um a primal scream yeah like she's in pain yeah she's really in pain over this guy she can't sleep anymore she's she's suffering in the middle of the night yeah Suffering in the middle of the night, even Nothing. after she has changed her number. Yeah. And then oh, your cousin it. called to say, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. trying to reach me probably because yeah. you know that I'm with someone new. Yeah, she can't get away. Yeah. From, that's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it. Yes. <laughs> that's it. It's just. The then left Saturday, your cousin called to say, now it's all <laughs> yes. coming back to me. It's all coming back now. Uh-huh. Um, she can't get away. She can't get away. She can't stop like yearning for this old love. But even if, that's torture when you know they're trying to contact yeah. you. Mm-hmm. You're trying to get over it. But you, but you got to change your number. Yeah. But you got to do it. Some you have to put your foot down. But foot that wasn't down. enough because the cousin called. Yeah, but you know, but I actually think it was the sister, because you know she was very friendly with Derek Jeter's sister. Oh yeah, and is yeah. she still is? She, I think she still is. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I just love the like. I feel like she's the miserable. lyrics are very real here. Yeah, she's very miserable. Very miserable. Miserable. Like it's a fresh breakup. Like going through it. Yeah. And like, it's very interesting though. Like, even though she has a new man, like he does not phase her at all. Like she's just like, yeah, whatever. He's asleep in the bed, bitch. Yeah. He ain't got the good D. But she likes him enough to tiptoe around. Yeah. She she doesn't want to wake him up. Gosh, no. Um, Meanwhile, she's having this like secret struggle. Right. This this internal struggle of heartbreak and... Uh Uh-huh. Oh... The stress. 
Yeah, but anyways, I just love this song all the way around through and through. I am glad that it finally got a video. I'm glad that it finally got a lot of radio play. It did fairly well on the Billboard charts. I want to say it went top 20. Yeah. um, R&B wise. Um, So that was good. And I I know that I'm sure Mariah is very, very proud of it. Because I bet she loves this one. Because she performed this on the Rainbow Tour. Yeah. um, Which which was a very interesting stage production, if you ask me. But we'll talk about that at another time. (laughs) Um, I just love this song all the way around. It's it's a highlight of the album. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Definitely. I could listen to this any day of the week. Yeah. This to me is like a timeless song. I was about to like, say, it still sounds fresh. So fresh. Yeah. So good. And here we are even 20 years later and Stoop, Snoop Dogg is still like relevant. Yeah. Like it works so well. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. such a timeless song. Yeah. I love it. Can, I, like, can we just let Mariah know like this song is effing amazing? Yes. Definitely. Like, somebody let her know. <laughs> Please. Uh, I know. How do we tell her how good it is? I mean, I don't know. I just, let, you just got to tell her on here, like, shout out. Hey, Mariah, Crybaby's effing amazing. Because she never sings it anymore. No, she doesn't. Yeah, it's sort of a long song, though, honestly. Well, give me the car ride medley version of it. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't Mix know. Mix it up in something. She, she should definitely bring that one out of the repertoire yeah. once or twice because the lambs would gag. Gag. Over it. Oh, okay. Gag over oh, drop. it. Okay, so there's our crybaby moment. Suggestion we love it. for the Lionel Richie tour. Hashtag yeah. suggestion. Um, Since they're not her fans anyway. Right. I mean, they're his fans. Her true, okay. true fans are going to be the ones there. Right. So give us some entertainment. Give us something. Pull something out. Give Please. us a rainbow moment outside of like, you know, Heartbreaker, Heartbreaker and can't, or Thank God I Found You. Yeah. Even though we love both of them. But, okay. So now here comes another very, very fun song after Crybaby. Now she's going and saying, did I do that? Yeah. Featuring Mystical. See, yeah. now here's, here's like, look at these two songs back to back. Yeah. I really love both of these songs, but you can see how classic and timeless Crybaby is mm-hmm. with Snoop Dogg. Here we are 17 years later, still fresh as a daisy. Yeah. Yet if you listen to Mystical on uh, this that? whole song of did I do that, it sounds like it's from the 90s. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. First of all, nobody knows who Mystical is anymore. Nobody. Uh, you, honey, nobody. Do you know the other day I said to somebody, oh, do you know who Paula Abdul is? And they were like, no. And I was like, I got to go. I got to go. I got to leave. I can't be here. <laughs> so imagine asking somebody, who do you know is? who Mystical yeah. is? You're not going to get a response. <laughs> so, well, this song, this song in the storyline, it's, it's I don't mind this song. It's kind of, no, I like this it's song. Funny-ish. It's fun. I because uh, here in the storyline, she's like, I can't even believe I wasted my time with you. With that guy. You're right. Like the now old, she's the over old it. heartbreaker. She's yeah. like, this is this is absurdly absurd yeah. that I even boohooed she's over She's come you. to her senses. She has come to her senses. I I like the song. But she I got there it, via Crybaby. Just like let it all out. Right. Right. I, you yeah. have to go through it to get to this point. Honey, you got to go through the storm to get to the other side. Yeah. See, now the rainbow is starting to appear. Right. She's finally coming out uh-huh. of, um, 
of the storm. Basically, that's what's happening. But I do love some of the lyrics in here. And you want to talk about a shady song. Super shady. Super shady. Like, people don't realize this is shade, girl. The whole thing is shade. The whole thing. Every lyric. I mean, it's the lyrics, again, are very well done. I mean, they do go with that mystical beat perfectly. It's almost like she almost sings in a, a... uh, a breakdown, breakdown type of style. Right. Um, but girl, when she starts talking about, um, you know, I gave you all my trust and intimacy and you just threw it away. Yeah. And then, Ooh, no, when she starts talking about, um, Oh, something. But now that's all in the past. And then when I think of you, I just laugh. Like that's when you yeah, know yeah. you're over it. You're like, Oh my God, did I really I just, do that? Yeah. I just cannot believe it. I just wait. There's a part in the song where she says, um, you were, so it was insecure. all in the past. And I think of you, I just left. My friends must have thought I was high uh-huh. because I've given so much, someone so much of worth my time. Uh-huh. And I was just like, girl, she is putting this man under the bus. Yeah. Under the bus. Done with him. And now I'm sitting here thinking, well, Derek Jeter is a fucking fool. Yeah. I allegedly. This is the heartbreaker character. It's a character we're talking about. Yeah, but we know Jeter just couldn't handle the media attention. Yeah, well, we know. We know what really happened, but, you know. But at the same time, okay, so, <clears throat> I was, um, a while ago, I was with some friends and we we're talking about, I think the Super Bowl was on, and we we're talking about, um, the question came up, why do, why do all these football players, athletes, no offense to athletes, hook up with models? Like, what is that all about? You know how all these athletes have model girlfriends? Oh, right, right, right. Like Giselle and that man. Yeah, exactly. That was the yeah. exact um, reference point. What was her name? Tom Brady and Giselle. Oh, yeah, Giselle. Yeah. I know her. Anyway, I said, I think it's because intellectually they're on the same level. Oh, so you're throwing them all under the, the bus. Whole, the, okay, the them. whole lot of them. Which applies, which to me... But if you're an athlete, you're, you're concentrating on chasing the ball, hitting the ball. There's yeah, no, very much like a dog. If you're a, a, <laughs> shady, I'm kidding. I'm Model kidding. two, you're just focusing on walking. Like there's no yeah. one foot in front of the other. There's nothing intellectually stimulating about those professions. Not there's anything wrong with them. Like good for them. Yeah, making uh, all honey, that money. I wish I was one of oh, the please, other. I wish. Yeah. Yeah. Mariah is a musician who's interested in the arts and that's much more intellectually yeah. stimulating. Yeah. So I bet the relationship between Mariah and Jeter was strange because Mariah is a wealth of information and super right, intelligent. And very, very smart. And here's this man who spent his life chasing yeah. balls. I think it really, I think, okay, cause now we're they about to get into They probably had good chemistry though. They had great yeah, chemistry together, like yeah. great sexual chemistry and yeah. like whatever. And then you throw in, you know, Mariah's insecurities about biracial yeah. and, and growing up and things of that nature. And it was just a perfect match in theory. Yeah. But good when, on paper. But good on paper. But like when you get to, you know, the dinner table at night and have nothing to talk about. Conversation is painfully weak. weak. We were much better, better off <laughs> when you didn't speak. Yeah. Exactly. She reveals a lot about that relationship. So yeah. I can imagine that being the Jeter relationship. Oh, absolutely. And, and his friends too Being all dumbasses Oh The whole lot of them Yeah <laughs> Stupid as fuck uh-huh. uh, Excuse my language I don't know why I'm cursing um, But I, overall I love that song For the storytelling Yeah Because it gives uh, Mariah's view On that relationship 
from what I take. Yeah. Um, and it plays perfectly in this story, this rainbow story. But also, if you're following the album, you're kind of getting pulled into the emotions as well. So it kind of pulls you out yes. with her. Yeah, because like, oh, okay, now well, you're like, oh my God. We're over this. Now, yeah. Right, because really, I, th- I've been with some people and I've been like, oh my God. God, what oh, the totally. hell? What like that man is crazy as f. Yeah. And what was I thinking? Uh-huh. I think we've all been there. Yeah, that's so part of growing this, up, though. Yeah, it uh, is because you have to you have to go through the crazy yes. to be able to recognize it. Kiss a lot of toads. Right, exactly. Frogs, you Unless it? you're crazy yourself, then like you're this is the problem. The yeah. problem. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but like, I've probably you dated people to. where they're like, "Oh, did I date that guy?" But, well, I hope I'm not that guy, <laughs> I'm but sure I'm sure I am ends. somewhere. Yeah. Um, but it's we've all been there. So it's a song, like, even though it sounds like it's from 1902, literally, yeah. um, it is uh, a fun song. Yes. And I'm glad it's there because it's really good. Um, okay, let's take a break. Let's take a quick break. And then we'll wrap up. Oh, I'm sad. No. Let's take a break. Hey, Dan. Yes, Martin. I want to tell everybody about audible.com. It's Do the it. world's largest collection of audio books. That means you don't have to read books anymore. They got everything. It's like the online library. Yeah, pretty like, much. Like, come on. Yeah. And it doesn't get any better. And the best part is for you guys at home, we've hooked you up with a deal. Go to audibletrial.com slash the Mariah Report and you get a free audio book, 30-day trial, cancel anytime, keep the book if you don't want to um, stay signed up. And, and you can return the book if you just decide that you don't like it and want to try something new. See? That's the best thing. Because, like, I hate buying a book and I'm, like, three pages in and, and I can't deal with it. Uh-huh. And then I got to toss it, uh, recycle it. Not at Audible. Not at Audible. Click, click, click. Uh, that's why I love Audible. Go to audible.com. Oh, sorry. Audibletrial.com slash The Mariah Report for your 30-day trial and a free book. And you can keep it. Do it now. We're back. Thank you. Welcome back. Okay. We're about to round out the album. Round out the album and swing it on home. Okay. Now next. This is a big this song. This is big. This is a big, big song. A big lamb song. Big lamb song. Big Mariah song. Yeah. And we have to do it justice. We have to really dive deep into this one because there's so much going on in this song. And the song is Petals. It's called yeah. Petals. Mm-hmm. When I was list, like originally listening to this album, so I wasn't a lamb yet. Right. I was, like I said, I was on the hater wagon somehow. Uh-huh. I was being forced to listen to this album. I heard this song and I was like, oh my God. Like someone gets me. Like yeah. it really was one of those songs. Yeah. Because whatever story she's telling, like the the poetry of this song, and it's really just a long poem. It really is. There's no, nothing's the same. There's no verse, no chorus that's the same. To me, the songs I feel closest to that I've written are the ones that are not necessarily about traditional love situations, but things that are more personal, like songs that most people don't ever hear, but the real fans who actually buy the albums and listen to the album cuts. Like there's a song from Butterfly called Close My Eyes. That's one of the more personal songs I've written. And when I listen to it, it's like, um, I don't know, I feel a really strong connection to it. And a lot of my fans talk about that song as well. Um, And then there's a song called Petals on the Rainbow album, which is definitely one of the most um, 
honest lyrics I've ever written, but it's not a love song. So I guess people, you know, I know how to write love songs and, and they're real when they come from me. It's just that the most impactful things for me to listen to are the songs where I just, and they usually take like 10 minutes to write the real honest things that are about stuff that went on in my past or, or whatever I'm going through at that moment. The, the essence of it, I was like, wow, she, like, she knows me. Right. I only got I got that only from like the first the little first. part of the lyrics. Yes. Like I often wondered if there's ever uh, been a wait. perfect family. Yeah, exactly. I don't think anybody who comes from a fractured household yeah. knows what that means. Which I think there's a majority of people out there are like yeah. nobody's life is perfect. Mm-hmm. But just the way that she opens up that song so beautifully, mm-hmm. the the production, the Everything is so beautiful. And then those first few words, if you're not sucked in by that and you're not like willing to listen to get more Mm -hmm. of the story, Mm -hmm. I don't know what's wrong with you. I've often wondered if there's ever been a perfect family. I've always longed for undividedness and thoughts to the overall theme of the Rainbow album is being vulnerable, mm-hmm. <clears throat> which is very difficult to do. Yeah, well, in, when you're in a relationship, uh, you know, especially with a you know a partner or a lover, yeah. you have to be vulnerable yeah. to a certain, and that is the the overall theme. Uh, one of the overall themes of this is vulnerability. Exactly, but in this in pedals, I think she's. Um, Allowing vulnerability uh-huh. to be the dominant force in the storytelling. Yes. Because she's talking about coming from a, a fractured family. And we kind of we live in a world where it's not really okay to talk about how you feel about things. Right. And Especially, so, let's go back in time because that's what we're doing here. This is yeah. 1999. These are still the 90s. Yeah. Things you can't talk about that. Like even Mariah, you know, being biracial, that was a, a topic that she pushed a lot because she wanted people to know, but yeah. it still was not something that you just randomly talk about openly yeah. and publicly. Yeah. But here she is talking about her fractured family and how what she's always longed for undividedness and, and stability. stability. And when she says that, you're like, do you know what? That's what I want to. I mean, that's my life right there. Yeah. Like who, like, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, that's why I say, like, if those lyrics or, you know, those words don't pique your interest into this song, like, Mm. I just don't get it. I don't know where, I'm not going to be able to relate with you on, like, a life level. Yeah. That's why I love this song. Well, I think what's so, why it's so powerful is that we feel these things, but she's applying language to it. Right. And now we can, now we can articulate what, what that is. Right. Yeah, she, and, and it's she, not just this mysterious thing we're feeling. Now we know what what we're feeling, right? She's putting she's putting the words, yeah, in your mouth, yeah. basically. <laughs> well, normal, and but also normalizing it. Now you're not such a weirdo, right? Right. There's relatability <clears throat> there. You know, somebody else is doing things. Yeah. You know, and even as open as she is in this song, it's also a very very lyrically coded song. Yes. Like you know, very she, abstract. Very abstract. She has to give you a little bit of everything, yet keep a little bit of everything yeah. at the same time. And that's one that's the the balance in this song or the tug of war in this song mm-hmm. that also works really, really well. Because 
even in your own life, just overall in general, you know, you want to be vulnerable and give yourself out to other people. But at the same time, you got to keep, you know, yourself together because people will stab you in the back at the drop of a dime. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so you got to like, you, you got to beware. Yeah. You got to know what's going on. So there's that delicate balance. This also is, is in the vein of looking in, close my eyes. Yeah, absolutely. Pedals. But you get to see behind, behind the diva. I guess. The diva. Like you get the to, big hair, the short skirts, whatever. You get to know Mariah. Yeah. And I, I, I close my realize, eyes is like yeah. my favorite song of all time. But like this is right along next to it. Yeah. But then it just reaffirms that she is me. Like we're the same right. person. Yeah. She can just sing really well. <laughs> and write beautiful songs And look better and all that stuff You know, yeah. and you know, have flawless skin and yeah. blah, blah, blah um, <clears throat> Okay, so let's start In the beginning, the really, the song is called Petals But the really only flower petal things Or uh, what we get is From the first one, a flower taught her how to pray mm. And blah, blah, blah Now I think Because again, this is all a story Yeah. But in this particular part of the story I think that's her sister. That's, I think that too. I think it's her sister, Allison, and the, the uh, you know, how one that you think is, you know, so amazing you look up to can literally blow away in the wind and be gone. Crumble <laughs> under the pressures of life. Yes. There you go. There you go. Couldn't do it. Right. Because Allison wasn't able to, you know, stay off drugs Obviously, Mariah at one point had money coming in, so she didn't have to do whatever she was doing back then. But she just wasn't able to be strong throughout life. Yeah. And started flailing in the wind. Like golden petals scattering. Yeah. But this, yeah. Is like, this, like, this little section, this like opening section, applied to my life as well. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's so many relatable parts. Yeah. I know, the, I know a dandelion. With golden petals scattering in the wind. Yeah, like this could be about my mother. Like my mother, Yeah, that's our relationship. There you go. Like it, it got, we were, as, when I was young, my mother and I were really tight. But then as I grew, and my mother taught me how to pray. Like she was the teacher in my right, life. Right, right. But then as I grew, like if she, um, she got sick with cancer and then just went completely like derailed. Never a drug addict or anything, but just like checked out of being a mother. Right. I see that. And just like the life was too much for her now. Right. And so I was like, Mariah, I'm like on my own now. There you go. No, I wasn't like actually on my own, but like. But you're like, the you connection know, I, I got I to gotta make this happen for me. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, wow, how does she know that? Right. But And the, how does she know how to put it into such words where even though it's a different situation with her, but you yeah. see exactly what it is. The feeling is still there. But that, this is, she's witnessing it. Right. And it's painful. It is painful because it's somebody you love. It's, you know, it's your family. Yeah. It's, it's your people. And, like, and when you watch something you have, like whatever it is, get blown in the wind, you just see it. You can't do anything about it. Right. The wind took it away. I mean, it could be a dollar bill. You know when a dollar bill flies out yeah. your hand? Yeah. And you'd be like, uh-uh. But, yeah. <laughs> but you just got to gotta just watch it go. Uh-huh. But, you know, she, but she misses her dandelion and she loves you, you know? Oh, I know. And this, uh, I don't know if to get too deep into this because I could really <laughs> start crying. Same thing. Say, the second verse, same thing. Yeah. It's like too painful to try and reconnect. Oh, man. Anyway, it's this, I don't know. The song is just really deep. It's I so mean, it's deep. almost like if we go into all of it, 
we'd be sitting here boohoo crying. I know. It's really, it's really a lot. And again, this is a song that only the fans know, but if more people knew about it, hmm. I swear they would not, they would look at Mariah very differently. Well, yeah, this thing, people don't know about it. You know, yeah. it's it's everybody knows Mariah for the heartbreaker fantasy dream lovers. Yeah. If they really got behind and looked at all of these other songs, they would be like, oh, my God, she is me. Mm-hmm. I get her. Mm-hmm. I understand. And it's really a shame that things like this go unnoticed. What's great about it is that if I were to. If Mariah told me her, like the actual story of this and then I told her my life story. There would be this would be the common thread, like, oh, I get it, yeah, like we'll get each other, right, and that's right. what this is. This is that middle ground where you can be abstract and like, oh, I get what you're talking about, yeah, I mean that's the magic of of music and of of word, yeah, you know it it transcends it r- makes you relate in ways that you know you just wouldn't imagine mm-hmm. it connects people, I mean yeah. that overall music connects people, but this first section is like one chapter of it. But it ends with, but I miss you, mm-hmm. dandelion, mm-hmm. and even love you. And yeah, that's it. Yeah, this song has like its own story arc and own chapters. Yeah. Like, because it's like this from the, from the golden petals, the dandelion, mm-hmm. and then she goes into um, the patriarch, mm-hmm. which, you know, very going into that, she says she went in young, predictably, resigned to spend my life within a maze of misery. And yeah. that's her, like... Marrying Tommy. Marrying Tommy. The patriarch of Sony. You're of right. music And time. not only of that, but I also think for her personally, she's always sought stability. Yeah. Tommy is stability. Yeah. Tommy is the most, probably the most, even though he was not right for her and did a lot of things wrong because he didn't know what the hell he was doing yeah. um, with this young girl. She didn't know what she was doing with this man, but what she sought was that stability. Yeah. And predictably, she was, went right into it. I mean, some t- I feel like if I was her age, I probably would have done the exact same thing. Yeah. I would not have been able to say, no, this isn't right. Yeah. It's not going to work out. What I'm seeing in my eyes is the strong you know, protector, the, the man who's going to make her dreams come true, make my dreams come true and comfort me and bring me to that, uh, quote unquote, perfect family life. Yeah. You know, married, you know, blah, blah, blah. There's, um, uh, like an unauthorized biography about Mariah came out around this time. Maybe. Right. I can't remember what it's called. It has a pink cover and she's got the pink. Yeah. And she has the dress. dress. Uh huh. The, the Tommy chapters when they met, I, after reading, I was like, oh, I get it. Yeah. Like, you, you, get like it. you kind of fall in love with him a little bit. Yeah. After all the things he did for her, like to get her to where she is. Right. And every, I mean, yes, their relationship really messed Mariah up. But again, she was so young. Yeah. She didn't know any better. Mm-mm. She really, you could, she, when you were, if you were in her position, I don't think you could take a, take a step back and look at the bigger picture yeah. just because of where she was at. And what she wanted in her life. Yeah. So it, it just was an unfortunate thing. But I think well, here, you know, looking, you know, into the future here, everything turned out just how it was meant to be. And, yeah. you know, luckily Mariah and Tommy came out of that relationship remotely unscathed. Mm-hmm. You know, there's mm-hmm. obviously side effects that mm-hmm. linger mm-hmm. on, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but um, everybody's 
going to be okay. Yeah. Um, the thing but, is, she's addressing it in this song. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, which is just... I just love when she gives us this real peek into her life. Yeah. I just love it because that's what connects me. Um... So then she goes on to, you know, Tommy, blah, blah, blah. And then she talks about little brother and little sister and bonding and, you know, all of that. And I believe that those were Tommy's younger children Mm -hmm. that were a little younger than Mariah, if not around the same age. Mm. So she spent a lot of time with them and they became like sisters and brothers and sisters. Uh So that's why I think all that comes into play and, you know, sort of like... Well, this... this verse is like a love letter to them but she stayed so long finally she fled to save her sanity she knew she had to get out of there she had to, she she had to get crazy. out of there she, she would have yeah she, her head would have exploded yeah it was crazy she, she had to leave it all behind like a clean break right i mean which sounds like she's like leaving a cult right or i was gonna say like I mean, this may be a little over dramatic, but like when a mother flees like an abusive husband yet leaves her kids, which is probably one of the worst things you could do. But mm. sometimes in certain instances, just gotta, it might have to go that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a hard thing to do. Maybe that's over the top because no. it's rough, but you know, everybody has a situation. Yeah. I'm just saying. So, you know, she... But now, she was like, I just had to get out of this. She had to this go. This is not for me. It's, and it has nothing to do with you guys. Yeah. My little brother, little sister, I still love you. Uh-huh. Right? Okay. So that's the one chapter. So we've had the Mariah's growing up growing chapter. Up, getting Mariah's married. getting married chapter. And now we have this sort of like, I guess this is the final chapter, which is, I would say, her current life at this point in 1999. Yeah. Like a free spirit. Right. Navigating the world as a, a, a young woman, a professional musician. Yep. Uber famous beyond belief. Right. To, and trying to be a person. Yeah. Right. And how do you do that? How do you do that? How do you do that when you've come from that, you know, uh, you know, b- broken childhood yeah. and then you get into a situation you, you ultimately end up gaining nothing from that and now you're like a child again mm-hmm. yet you're a grown woman mm-hmm. uh, with worldwide success how do you make it work yeah how do you do it most people who become famous at an early age experience that fame and know what that's like but i didn't because i was kind of really tucked away so i was coming out of it and sort of like a wide-eyed kid like Woo, i'm having fun not that I was going wild, but to the public, they thought that I was. But I got involved in some situations that weren't necessarily healthy for me. You know what I mean? So I think that um, coming out of it and what I'm hoping for in the new millennium is like a rainbow symbolizes hope. So many I in there are I considered so many closest to me turned on a dime sold me out dutifully I think that little paragraph right there is specifically about her friendship with Walter A Uh because like he sold he like apparently told a secret to Tommy or something yeah and 
you know, allegedly this is in my head. I think that he told Tommy that she was seeing Derek Jeter, the heartbreaker character. Oh. And then she was like, how dare you? And that's why they're never working together again. Because I would, I mean, you know, that's, but that's just me. That's what I infer from that little section of lyrics right there. Well, I feel like it was a common problem. You make friends with someone, they tell the tabloid yeah, a yeah, story because yeah, yeah. they get 10 grand. I mean, yeah, that could, be, that could be much more vague and not specific about Walter. Yeah. I just or a of, reoccurring problem. Right, a reoccurring problem. Mm-hmm. Because, again, you're surrounded by all these people. Yeah. Who do you know who's, like, really your friend and who's not? Oh, you don't. I you used know? to, uh, back in the day, when I first came to New York, I was working in publicity, media, dealing with the media, publicity, the whole world. Fake as shit, the whole thing. Yeah. Horrible. Oh, I can imagine. A total nightmare. It's not. I it's had to not flee right. to save my sanity. Because you, you, you got to. Yeah. You got to. You know, because some people can. Some people can deal with that because they can like compartmentalize it and just like click out. Yeah. Some people cannot. I'm not one of those people. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. I just I'm not going to be able to deal with phoniness. But I can imagine Mariah's on a whole other level of that. Oh, of course, it's heightened. Yeah. It's super heightened. Yeah. But um, you know, but that's. That's sort of like the the negative that comes with this career and this industry that she's in, mm-hmm. um, it, it, which is really unfortunate. But I mean, just I guess it has to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so the song wraps up. I missed a lot of life, but I'll recover. Um, blah blah blah, all that. Just really great things of her looking up again, reflecting. Thinking, you know, yeah. all of these things have happened to me, but look where I am. Yeah. I will be okay. Um, I will preserve my sanity. Yeah. Um, and it's and then it's just beautiful. The song closes out so beautifully. It's such a great piece. It's a great piece of work to know where she is at that time in her life. But you can just see that she's also so very self-aware and self-reflect, like really self-reflective mm-hmm. and understands what's happening. Yeah. Which so, is a real talent. Well, this is why people... Uh, get, mental talent. Yeah. Well, this is why people get depressed and anxious and all kinds of mental problems because they're feeling something, but they have no language. Yes. They're, yes. they're just feeling it and that can be manifests as depression or anxiety. Whereas Mariah can really point point what's wrong, what's upsetting her. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, then you can find your way out of it. Exactly. Then you know how to like get out of it, work with it, mm-hmm. work around it. Understand it. Understand it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and that's why Mariah is literally one of the best songwriters out there. Because when stuff like this comes up, I mean, you, you just, not anyone can do this. Mm-hmm. Not anyone, not not everyone <laughs> can yeah. do this. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm just glad that she put something like this on this album. Yes, because it's so good. And I don't. I don't think without this song, I think it probably changed my life. Because without it, I wouldn't have signed on to the Mariah wagon. I hear that. I hear that. And I wouldn't have. Here I am. Here you are, almost 20 years later, in New York City. Obsessed with this bitch. (laughs) (laughs) But it is songs like this This that really, really pull you into her. Mm -hmm. Pull you into her. I sort of got this message from earlier songs of hers. Yeah. um, But that's why I continue to stay with her because of this. Yeah. So when these things do pop up on these albums, 
it literally brings me back to day one of why I love her. Yeah. It really does. So shout out to Mariah, the best bitch in the game. <laughs> yeah. The best bitch. This is a, such a great song. It is such a great song. It is such a... Now, we did went into an in-depth analysis of the <laughs> lyrics, but that song really needed it. Yeah. But, you, you can't know, skim this song. You, you, you know, it's just so good. But let's also pair this with the performance from the Rosie O'Donnell show. Ah, oh, which we have best. talked about yes. in one of our earlier, earlier, earlier episodes. It's so good. But it's such... It, it's one of the best performances she's ever given, I think. It's in yeah. probably in my top 10 of all, all-time favorites. She's just sitting on the chair Simple. with mic. And they have, like, you know, because there's the rain that you hear in the background, and they have, yeah. like, those tubes of, like, water with the oh, bubbles yeah, yeah, and everything. Yeah. And then the live instrumentation. Oh, that's what and, made it. And the, and the drums and everything. And then the backup singers. And just her simple beauty and, like, just naturalness, just her look. Yeah. It was amazing. It was amazing. The delivery was great. Just when you were saying all that, I just realized she should have done that in the park with the Philharmonic Orchestra. Wouldn't that have been something? And just made the music this big body of music behind it. Yes. I wonder if, I mean, I I bet that crossed her mind, but she went in a slight different direction with looking in looking instead, in. Mm-hmm. you know, but it's in the same vein. Yes. So I, I, I bet that did cross her mind. Yeah. You know, which would have been an epic performance. <gasps> oh my God. Gosh. Because here's the thing. She's performed that she performed this also on the rainbow tour. Um, but in all honesty, I, Maybe because it's just a big setting and you're, you know, 35,000 people around you. It didn't touch me mm-hmm. the way the Rosie O'Donnell performance touched me. Yeah, those Rosie, all those Rosie shows are the best. Yeah. Even the Close My Eyes Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, the best. The best. Oh, the best because she's performed Touches Close My Eyes. Touches me more than the album version. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's so, so it's, you're taking a, a raw song and you're giving it a raw vocal like that. Yeah. And it's just, I can't even say how good it is. Yeah. It's so Ethereal. good. Mm-hmm. So I just love it. But that performance right there goes down in history of like one of the best. Yeah. Because it's one of the best songs and she just did her damn thing right there. Cause that's what it's all about. It's not about all the lights, the camera action, the flashy clothes, the, the titties, all of that, mm-hmm. you know, sit down and just sing me this song girl. Mm. And we're all good. We're all good. Yeah. This is where you see her as an artist because no matter what your medium is, whether you're a painter, a, a story writer, a vocalist, that's how you, that's how you uh, let the energy of whatever you're feeling, happiness, turmoil, sadness, that's how you let it come out. Mm-hmm. So this is her just letting all that stuff out. Yeah. And, and doing that, she's like, lets it out of all of us. Right. So it's not just helping her, but everybody else. Yeah. And this wouldn't make sense if you don't have these, if you haven't experienced what she's talking about or feeling it, it would make no sense to you. Right. I mean, there has to be something, but I think it, it um, I think it's a common thing. A lot of these emotions. But that's the thing. It's so common. Nobody talks about it. Right. She's giving you permission to, 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 to right. feel it. Right. Which I which is why I thought it was a genius move of her to perform that mm. on 
Rosie O'Donnell, which was the biggest talk show of the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She was putting it out there to be like vulnerable yeah. and saying, it's okay. We can all use yeah. a good cry sometimes. Gosh, you know? I wish she would come back because she's not vulnerable no more. She's like so locked up. Yeah, well, I think that has a lot to do with a lot of things. Yeah. Um, this is where she shines, being vulnerable. Yeah, this is where she shines. I agree. Oh, man. Okay, let's continue with, with um, our therapy session here <laughs> yeah. and, and talk about the rainbow interlude, which, which I love. beautifully flows out of petals. The, the rain is clearing up. Yes. Now. As we have discovered how this all works here. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Mariah, for uh-huh. giving us this 17 <laughs> years later. Um, but now the sun is coming up. Like, okay, so the petals, rain is stopping. Yeah, petals is like the exhale. Like, <sighs> it's out. It's done. Here's where I'm at. Here's what's happened. Yeah. I'm wet from the storm. Mm-hmm. I mean, but you've uh, made it through the rain. You've made it through the rain. But I'm down in the dumps. But when you hit the bottom, when you're at the bottom, that's when it starts to go back right, up. Right, because there's nowhere else to go. Yeah. And so but this, up. Yeah. And so she knows that there's the, the other side of the rainbow. Right. Of the storm. Mm-hmm. Because she's she's been in, in yeah. the dark before. Uh-huh. She's been in the deep thing, yeah. you know, childhood, marriage. She's been there. She knows that this little heartbreak... Yes. Is a laugh off. Uh-huh. Like she said in, did I do that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and no matter what it is, a heartbreak, a divorce, uh, you know, the loss of a loved one, whatever it can be, there's always the other side of it. If you look hard enough, a rainbow, a rainbow will appear. <laughs> uh, wait, after every storm. Dumb. If yeah, you look hard enough. Yeah. A rainbow will appear. Um, well, so what did she say? I know there's a rainbow. For me to follow, follow, to get beyond my sorrow. Yeah. So the thunder, what is it? Precedes thunder the sun? precedes the, the sun. sun the precedes the sunlight. Look at me singing. Y'all are really <laughs> getting me here. I can't believe y'all are getting this voice singing. So you will not catch that anywhere so, else. <laughs> so I'll be all right. So she knows. So I should, yeah. I'll know I'll be all right. Yeah. If I can just find that rainbow's end. That's correct. That is correct. Which means you can like, that's almost like the light at the end of the tunnel. Like, okay, I'm through it. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, 2930 is a, you're having a transition in life in general as well. That is a transitional moment. It is. Yeah. So she's Because just, you're, you're going into essentially adulthood, even though like in your 20s, you're an adult. But the 20s are But like the 20s something. are your learning. Yeah. That's where you learn. Uh-huh. But, and then like in your 30s, you know, you got to like know what's happening. You yeah. got to be like one you yeah. got to be together here. you got to start to put the pieces put it together. together. Yeah. Yeah. Or climb out. Yeah. Or, you know, just figure it out. Figure it out. Yeah. You know, know where your rainbow is. Mm-hmm. That's all you need. I feel like the vocals come in a little bit hard in this, in the interlude. Really? I don't think I've noticed that. Just a little hard. It so you have, think something was wrong with the mastering of the tracks? It almost <laughs> could have been that. Just my personal opinion. Okay. Because I, ne- I quite never know when to start singing along. Oh, oh. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I thought you meant like they come in like really loud or something. No, no, no. Like it's the strings and then zoom. Oh, like singing. it's just a fast like, transition. I can't ca- yeah, I into... can't catch the beat. Oh. 
I don't think I I don't think I've ever had that problem. Maybe I'll have to go home and sing the whole album <laughs> in my bedroom <laughs> and see if it happens. <laughs> And don't give me, I will. I don't know why you're laughing. (laughs) I think we all do that. But I want to say that I love you and I'm very happy and grateful to you all for being such devoted fans. And so we want to do a little acapella version of uh, a song from my new album. It's not really a song, it's just an interlude, but it's kind of a positive message. So we wanted to sing it for you tonight. There is a rainbow for me to follow, to get beyond my sorrow. Thunder precedes the sunlight, so I'll be alright if I can find that rainbow. I know there is a rainbow for me to follow to get beyond my sorrow. Thunder receives the sunlight, so I'll be alright if I can try. That is that was just a beautiful little therapy session there, Martin. <laughs> I loved it. And then we then we end on the thank God I found you because we've got Lewis now. She's and into now, him. Yeah, exactly. She released all these angst, so now right. she can get into him, like focus mm-hmm. and have fun. Right now she's like everything's good. I've come out. I see the rainbow. Thank God I found you. She got herself a little Latin lover. I like a Latin lover. Mm-hmm. That's cute. Um, Okay, so this essentially is dedicated to him. Yeah. Actually, I think the whole album is actually dedicated to him, technically. In her liner notes, I do believe she dedicates... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe the whole album to him? I can't quite remember. Or I think she dedicates it to the fans. And and then Thank God I Found You is dedicated to him. Yeah. Because, you know, in the inside cover of the album, it says, you know... This Mm -hmm. is the story, the roller coaster story, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, it says that. And I'm not saying blah, blah, blahs if it doesn't matter. I'm just saying because I don't know the words off Uh, the top of my head anymore. So thank God I found you. Such a strong declaration of love. Very strong. Like she felt like dying. Right. Until he came along. Very strong. Was it that bad? Really? But when you are heartbroken, you kind of just want to go up and die. Yeah, you're just like, oh, just take me now, Lord. Just take me. (laughs) I can't do it. I'm just going to lie in my bed. I can't do it anymore. (laughs) You know, so I'm... I'm, (laughs) I just think she was trying to write, like, a cute little love song, which is what it turned into being. Uh Um, The one thing about this song, because it's... I like this song, but I don't... Like, I like this song, like, when it randomly comes up. It's like, kind of, it's cheesy. I don't go, yeah, I don't go to the song no, to no, be no. like, oh, hey. I want to hear this. Yeah. Well, it's got the 90s sound 
Because we have the boy band. Because you got the boy band. And degrees. Joe sounds great in it and everything. And they all like sound Joe. good. Yeah. The video's cute. The video's nothing really to write home about. She no. looks good. Brett Ratner directed it. It's them performing at a little live thing. Uh-huh. Her writing some lyrics, laying on top of a car. You know, it's just basic. It's cute, yeah. but basic. <laughs> like, why is she writing the song right there? Last, right? last minute. Girl, right? <laughs> yeah. But she looks good in it, and I do like I do like the shots. The hair's good, and I like the like the color of the blue of the sky. Yes, yes, that is good. Yeah, blue. The coloration is good. Yeah, very good. Um, I like the camo crochet boob top. Yes, that's a that's a nice color. And was she wearing camo pants too? I think jeans. No, they're camo, weren't they? Yeah, I think they were dark colored. They were the same color as the top. And the jacket comes on at the end. Does it? I think she would put the jacket It's on. been a minute like, since I've watched I know, this. I can't believe I, I can't believe it. I just admit. Okay. I haven't <laughs> like, seen it in a while. Because you know what? To me, when I remembered when the video came out, that the only interesting part of it was the, like, the first maybe minute. Mm. And then everything else was just boring to me. What are her cell phone in it? Right? Yeah. Wasn't she that, that big clunky? Yeah. That big she was on playing. Yeah. Yeah. But that's when all the good clips came, mm-hmm. you know, of like her like writing and like her off of the stage. Mm-hmm. Those were the best parts of that video. Mm-hmm. But she looked gorgeous in it. The song went number one for one week. Thank God. Yeah. Because we needed it. Well, I love the remix more. Uh, right. Now let's get into the remix. Make it last. Thank God I found you slash make it last. Yeah. Much sexier. So sexy. So geniusly done again. Yeah. Um, Nas is with in Nas it. and Joe. Yeah. But it's just a perfect mashup of all of that going on. Again, Mariah ahead of her time mm-hmm. because that remix right there still holds up as fresh and current mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. And adding Nas to it was. Flawless. I mean, it's genius move. It kind of reminds me of like old school New York where clubs, you can like lounge around the club and jam out and yeah. sing. And yeah, I get that. Have a good time. I think it, the that remix video though was filmed in Germany. It was, right? Wasn't yeah, it? I think it was. But her braids the and braids. the hats. Cowboy hat. Oh, and the top. I love, oh, I just love that whole look. Uh-huh. I just loved everything about that remix. I loved it better than the original. I love her version. So much, so much better. Oh, way much better. So much better. So much better. The version on the remix album, the the remixes, Mm -hmm. has like little extended ad-libs at the end of it. Does it? There's a little extra in that one. I'm going to have to Very go minor. back and revisit. Very minor. Very only, minor. Only a, a hardcore lamb would notice yeah. that. A, a Mariahologist would know. A Mariahologist. Well, thank God <laughs> you got it because I would not have noticed that. <laughs> I notice other things, though. Do a side-by-side when you have a chance. I will. Believe me, I will. Um, um, and they, per- I, they performed. Oh, I love the American Music the Awards. The American Music Awards was a great performance. She really showcased her diva. By switching the ensemble mid song, mid song coming love, out to the remake, loved it. No, I love when she when she starts the song, runs, comes back out in the mini dress, and she's like doing her part and like kind of wobbling in her stilettos. Yeah, I'm like uh-huh. oh my god, is she gonna tip? Is she gonna tip? Yeah. Is she gonna? She has not like you know. She's not stable. <laughs> she she was a little wobbly still, but that was so great. I, know. I mean, who else does that kind of stuff? I know. I mean, especially back then, like. To change, Mariah didn't just like do a reveal. Yeah. She literally changed outfits. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. She didn't just like rip off a a top or something. Like, you know, she didn't pull a Whitney Houston uh, VMA moment where you just ripped off the bottom. Like, she literally did a quick change. Yes. In front of our eyes. Uh Uh-huh. Behind the scenes, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Such a good moment. Great great performance. Great performance. Um, But that, I think, brings us to the end now that we've covered everything. That was a short Thank God I Found You. Did we miss anything about that? Uh, there's like a club mixy thing, right? There's a celebration, celebratory mix that has like a faster club beat to it, yeah. uh, which was cute. She did it at the homecoming special, which was cute. Um, you know, there were cute moments around it. She was really excited to perform it on tour, and she performed it with um, Trey Lorenz on tour for mm. the Rainbow Tour. Mm-hmm. Um um, and what else about Thank God I Found You? I think that's it. It is it's what it cute. is. It stayed at number one for one week. What more could we say about it? Yeah. <laughs> it's a cute song. It is a cute song. It oh, is a cute song. Rainbow. Oh, Rainbow. Love Rainbow. Let's just bask in the glory of Rainbow for one more minute, though. I like, know. the whole era was so great. She the really hair. The straight hair. The crochet The boots. fashion. Now, you know those tops were handmade for her by her uh, housekeeper, right? Uh, assistant, not housekeeper. Oh, housekeeper did it. I think it was her assistant because she traveled with her. So I'm sure she wasn't. And Mariah didn't technically have a house during this oh. period. So I think her name was Ar- Arlene or oh, okay. Arlette. I thought it was the, oh, Arlene okay. or Arlette. I think Arlette. Yeah. Um, the boobs when you. Yeah. The boob era began. The boob era began with the Tickle Bitties. <laughs> also, let's talk about how Rainbow is probably her most, uh, the album with the most artists featured on it. Oh. Like she oh, has yeah. Jay Z, yeah. Snoop Dogg, DeBrat, Missy, uh, Usher, Mystical, Missy, Mystical um, uh, Joe, 98 Degrees. I mean, that's like eight people. Yeah. That's pretty like. Heavy. You know, heavy on on that, but it all works. Yeah, it all works. Totally. I think the album overall, the flow, the whole story of it, it all really works. And Mariah's just a genius because you, how are you gonna get a remix like the Heartbreaker remix, and then you're gonna flow right up into Against All Odds? Mm-hmm. It takes a genius to make that flow work, and she did it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Yeah, she made so many appearances. She had so many performances. She did. There is just so much. Just good old days of Mariah taking the world by storm. uh, This album like lasted me years. Well, it had to because Glitter didn't come out. For ages. For ages. Oh, no. Wait, like a year and a half. Yeah, but in Mariah time, that's a long that's time. A long time. Yeah. That's a long time. Nowadays, a year and a half, a new album, yeah. sign my ass up. <laughs> now it's like every 10 years. Yeah. But she's a mother now, so she has to do what she has to do. Um, okay, you have to take, you're going to jail and you have to take one song off the album. Oh, oh, I mean, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to take, can't take that away. Off the album. Off the album? Yeah. Oh, I thought I was going to jail and I could only take one no, with no, no. me. You have to, you can only get like um, 10 tracks or whatever. You have to take uh, one I have off. to take one off? Oh, I'm probably going to take off. I'm probably going to take off how much? Oh, I would take off Thank God I Found You. You know, that would make sense too because honestly, Petals would have been a perfect closeout. Ending. Would have been a perfect closeout. The Rainbow Interlude. 
Yeah, well, the Rainbow Interlude. Close yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're kind of the same song. They're, yeah, they, they're one in the same to me. So, but yeah, I see that. I could totally, I could do that. I could do that too. <laughs> I could do that too. All right, you get to take one song forever It'd be to jail. I can't take that away. Can't take that away. Yeah. Um, there's, uh, you know, there's some good ones though. Let me think real quick. Yeah, I agree. Can't, that would get me through. Away. It would get me through. Yeah. You can't have me up in the prison bars. Or pedals. Ooh, hang on. Ooh, or pedals. Oh. Oh, that's a <laughs> tough one. Okay. Quick. How, how, getting dragged in. Getting, I, I, I quick. can't take that away. Can't take that away. Yeah, I'll take that. I, I, I I'll just, do it too. Yeah. All right. I just got to gotta go with it. But I just loved these past few weeks of reliving Rainbow. I know. I think I'm going to put it back... Like I said, heavy rotation. heavy rotation. Dig it up. Yeah. Keep it I out. think so too. Lambs, uh, you need to send us all of your lamb mail about this era. We've gotten some already um, and we will uh, reveal, uh, we'll talk about those on moments and, and things to come in the future. Yeah. But relive this with us here because it's amazing. It's one of her best eras and a great, great album. Yeah. Where, where would this album fall as a whole in your Mariah top five? Of albums, four. Okay, I could see that. I'm, mine might be five. Ooh, because what, I mean, what's because your I need butterfly. I need daydream. I need uh, me. I am Mariah, and I, this is in no particular order, I yeah. suppose, because this could all change depending on the minute, time, hour, and temperature outside. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I need those. Oh, see, because no, I need. Butterfly, Emancipation, Me, I Am. But in my mind, they're like in a soup together. They're all like one unit. Oh, they're like those prepackaged. Three, yeah. um, s- they're in a box set. Yeah, they're in, in a box three. set. Yeah. yeah. But then Rainbow after that. Okay. Even though I love Rainbow so much. It was the first, it's when I signed the papers. Yeah. I love Rainbow so much just for just the fun memories alone, just the era alone. Yeah. But the album, as we just discussed, is so... Complex. Complex. And just built so well. Like, mm-hmm. you really see Mariah's artistry here. Yeah. And in all honesty, I do believe that a lot of her albums do tell stories. Yeah. This one is probably her most specific of storytelling. Yeah. But I think all of them, because she really always gives a lot into sequencing of the tracks mm. and where they all fall. And obviously, you know, writing them and making them and singing them all, like go into it but it's all a story mm-hmm. it's all a story with a very happy rainbow at the end it is so i love it i know it's hard to say goodbye i know i want to keep talking it's about like it. a, you, but we gotta we gotta wrap it up i know this is like 17 hours of rainbow talk <laughs> I know. okay but thanks so much for joining us lamely yeah Thank you so much. This was so much fun. It was a lot of fun. Give us and your feedback. And a long feedback. time coming, right? I know. It's been two years. It's, and I've always wanted to talk about Rainbow. Yeah. It's, it's a great time. I love the Rainbow. Yeah. Um, if we missed any of your favorite Rainbow moments, let us know. Yeah. And we will definitely get into them. Because she was will, all over Europe. I know. Doing there's TV. so many. Yeah. And there's so many times that she was interacting with fans and meet and greets and all of this stuff. So it was really, really a good time. So send your stories, MariahReport at gmail.com, or you can Facebook us, tweet us, all of that jazz. And you can give us an iTunes review, which we love. Oh, love those. It's our fave. Um, you just go on your iTunes. The studio cat wants to come in. Oh, I guess that means we're over if the studio cat's here. It's here to get us out. 
She's oh she oh our studio time's up. <laughs> She's coming in to take over. All right, Lance. That okay, means guys. it's the end of the Rainbow Era. For now. For now. We can always dig it up again. We're going to talk about more Rainbow moments. Yeah, Because there were some big ones. Totally. So. Hey, Ra- hey, cat. I was going to call her the Rainbow Cat. <laughs> hey, Rainbow Cat, don't do that. <laughs> the cat's scratching the manager. All right, we got to go. Okay, Lance, thanks, guys. thanks so much. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.